Well, hello there and welcome to today's episode of Seven Figure Millennials, where together you and I are on a mission to prioritize our happiness, health, and relationships as we make our entrepreneurial dreams a reality. And if this is your very first episode, I wanna say welcome, beyond excited to have you here. And if you're returning, you know how much I appreciate you for coming back week after week. And today, our guest is... We have actually five guests today because today is actually another Time Machine episode, our sixth one. And if this is your first time ever listening to this format, basically what we do is we take valuable nuggets from previous episodes and we condense them into a 30-minute episode. So it's a great way for you to be introduced to, to multiple guests, sample their content, and give you a chance to explore the full episode I did with them if you would like. And if you have listened to the full episodes, it's a great review of some of the most powerful stories and concepts. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that's interesting, I would like to explore maybe more of these, or if you finish, you want to enjoy some other ones. The other episodes that have followed this format include episode 57, 62, 67, 72, and 77. And the way this will work is I will intro each episode with some context and some information on who the guest is and give you some information for to explore more. And then in the episode description, wherever you're listening to this, you'll find direct links to their episode on the site if you want to explore more. So which episodes are we revisiting today? The first one comes from episode number 29 with Carl Honore. And the title of that original episode was The Godfather of the Slow Movement. International bestselling author and main stage TED speaker Carl Honore teaches us about the power of slow. The second clip is from episode number 32 with Christine McKay. And that episode was titled From Homeless to Harvard, $2.4 billion deals and negotiating with nearly half of the Fortune 500. The third episode we will revisit is episode number 68 with Mike Damish. He and the episode was titled Get the Top Secrets from a 30-Year Proven System to Create Impact as a Speaker. And the fourth clip will be episode number 55 with Vinny Fisher, where the title of that one was Growing Four Companies to Eight Figures, Insights from Hiring Over 2,000 People and Unlocking Your CEO's Mindset. And the fifth and final clip we will revisit today is episode number 47 with Jason Campbell, where the title was Seventh Degree Black Belt, Number One Billboard Artist and Zen Master Jason Campbell on How You Can Reverse Aging, Solve Emotional Problems with breath work and reduce stress and in that episode uh, first on the show Jason gave us a live piano demonstration so if you didn't listen to that episode really really cool opportunity so with all that said you know who is coming on the show now we're going to cue the theme song we'll come back and I'll introduce our very first clip if you had to pick between a making a ton of money B, being happy, healthy, and surrounded with people you love, or C, making a meaningful impact on the world, which would you choose? The good news is that today we don't have to choose. So the question is, how can entrepreneurs like you and me, who have a vision for our lives and aren't willing to settle for anything less, how can we become financially successful and have a big impact while prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships? You and I are on a mission to find out, and we have an incredible journey ahead of us. My name is Brandon Fong, and welcome to the 7 Bigger Millennials Podcast. Carl Honore is a best-selling author, broadcaster, and the voice of the slow movement. His two main stage TED Talks have racked up 
millions of views. Published in 35 languages, his books include In Praise of Slow, Under Pressure, The Slow Fix, and Boulder, and all of his books have landed on bestseller lists in many countries. In Praise of Slow was a BBC Radio 4 book of the week, and the inaugural choice, choilela, was the inaugural choice, that's a tough word, for the Huffington Post book club. It was also featured on a British TV sitcom, Argentina's version of a big brother, and a TV commercial for the Motorola tal tablet. Struggling today, reading. <laughs> Carl featured in a series of BBC Radio 4 called The Slow Coach, in which he helped frazzled, overscheduled people slow down. He also presented a television show called Frantic Family Rescue on Australia's ABC One. Carl lives in London, and while researching his first book on slowness, he was slapped with a speeding ticket. <laughs> and in this clip that we pulled from the episode, we're going to talk about tempo giusto, doing things at the pace they're meant to be done at. Right, well, it's Italian, so it's tempo giusto, right? Tempo giusto, um, okay. So, which is <laughs> not, kind of the, the idea that, yeah, <laughs> kind of the idea that every piece of music has a natural rhythm to it, and that that in a way cuts to the core of the slow philosophy, which is about doing things at the right speed. So, you know, sometimes fast, sometimes slower, right? Sometimes turbo, sometimes tortoise. Uh, in fact, there was a there was a great. Um, there's a good example recently of this, which underscores that the corporate world is waking up to the folly of doing everything faster and the power of slow, that the Economist magazine did a big survey looking at pace in the modern workplace. And they crunched the numbers and did all the data and everything. And the final two lines of that survey, right, from the Economist were, forget frantic acceleration, mastering the clock of business means knowing when to be fast, which is the bit we all know, right? But also when to be slow, right? When to be fast and when to be slow, right? So it's kind of, the tempo giusto, it's when to be on, when to be off, when to lean in, but also when to lean back. Yeah. And it's kind of that gear changing. That's where the music and the magic happen, whether it's in the bedroom or the boardroom or wherever, right? Getting that right speed, getting your, you know, we all have our own personal metronome. What's fast for me might be slow for you. So there's no universal recipe for what the tempo giusto is, right? But it's about finding your own correct tempo in the right moment. And, and one way to do that is what you described there is having those pause points, right? Where you kind of almost reboot, reset, and 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 any, any, I mean, most or many, let's say, I want to say most um, successful business people, or I suspect most, will have built into their schedule some form of slow moment, right? So, I mean, famous examples are, you know, Bill Gates used to take two think weeks, right? Where he'd, a year, where he'd retry, retreat to a cabin in the woods and just read and ruminate and and he was one of the busiest people in the world, right? And he found two weeks to do that. Um, so so the, I think everybody can and everybody ought to find those little moments where you, you kind of reset and you get into tortoise mode and then you'll be able to do the hair stuff faster, right? You go, when you get the slow, you top up your slow. When the fast comes, you're, you're more focused, you're calmer, you're still, you're able to deal with the speed. Once again, that was Carl Honore, and that came from episode number 29. Again, the link to that full episode can be found in the description wherever you were listening to this. And now we're gonna jump to our second clip, which is with Christine McKay. 
Christine McKay is a business negotiation strategist and author of Why Not Ask, a conversation about getting more. And she has also worked on behalf of numerous small and mid-sized companies and negotiated with nearly half of the Fortune 500 and has worked on deals as big as $2.4 billion. Christine launched Venn Negotiation to find common ground, level the playing field, and resolve complex issues for her clients. With over 25 years of experience, both international and domestic, Christine and improves profitability and operational effectiveness through strategic contract integration. And in this clip, you're going to learn why knowing random information can help you in negotiation and in day-to-day -day life. Being able to get inputs from lots of different sources to figure out what's going to work from for you is hugely important. And certainly from a negotiation perspective, like I mean, I'm usually in two to three negotiation classes at a time all the time. I'm constantly reading and learning and, and studying and seeing how other people teach it and talk about it and, and continuing to refine kind of my message and my approach. But I also read lots of other things. I mean, I can sit and relate history to the work that I do and, and geopolitics and, you know, nonfiction and classics. And I mean, cause I'm constantly reading cause you never know how, what, how you, make a connection between something, you never know if that is the connection that's going to resonate with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're negotiating or, or podcasting or, or selling, you know, it's, it's really about that relationship and figuring out what's that story. Like the Iditarod. I mean, who the hell would have thought that I'm in standing in a car dealership in Massachusetts that I'd be talking about a Montana Iditarod winner. <laughs> I mean, who thought I'd even be talking about the Iditarod? I certainly didn't, but it did. And so having lots of knowledge from different places that you can piece together is actually really valuable. Once again, that was Christine McKay, and that was episode number 32, if you wanna explore the full episode. Our next clip is with our guest, Mike Domish. You may have seen Mike quoted in Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, or maybe you've seen him as a featured expert on a Dateline NBC special. For three decades, he has been one of the most sought after speakers in the world. His clients include the U.S. military, corporations, and some of the country's most prestigious schools. During the first 12 months of COVID, when speaking was virtually shut down, Mike continued to stay busy on stages live virtually throughout the world, having given over 100 paid talks during COVID. As a speaking coach for impact-driven entrepreneurs who want to be more amazing from the stage, Mike quickly helps entrepreneurs discover their hidden gifts for catapulting their influence on stages, both live virtual and on-site. Unlike many coaches who teach formulaic cookie-cutter systems, Mike ensures your uniqueness shines. Entrepreneurs love how Mike amplifies and ignites their stories and their message, all while drawing from their best personal qualities. And in this clip, you're going to discover why you should go for the quote unquote pregnant bunny in business and what that has to do with getting you 10 times more opportunities. I saw this speaker that was rocking it in middle schools and high schools. And I said, I'm going to call you. He said, fine, but you don't call me at before five o'clock. You don't call me during my business hours and take away my business time. I'm like, 
fine. So I call him and we have this incredible conversation. He's teaching me what to do. And he says the following, he said like, look, Mike, here's the deal. Most people out there are chasing the bunnies. The fast bunnies are the clients they wanna get and they're out there chasing them, right? But I want you to think that you go into the pet store and you're gonna get a bunny and there's all these young little bunnies running around and you can pick one of them. Or there's a pregnant one with 10 inside it. Why would you chase the little ones around when you can just pick up the pregnant one and it'll give you 10? And what most people do in business is they're chasing this singular lead instead of pursuing where are the locations where everybody's already there, all the babies inside the pregnant one. What are the conferences, the trade events, the networking events where the people who care deeply about what you have to offer this world are already present? Go speak there. Go rock that event's world so they can see what you can do for them because they're going to do whatever it takes to get you in. Even if they don't have the budget, they will raise the money because they care that much about the topic instead of chasing somebody who doesn't really want to necessarily. Once again, that was episode number 68 with speaking legend Mike Domish. And our next clip comes from episode number 55 with Vinny Fisher. Vinny Fisher is an entrepreneur and best-selling author who has over 20 years of experience growing and scaling multiple eight-figure companies. Vinny has been married to his wife, Debbie, for almost 26 years and has four beautiful children. Vinny has built multiple businesses with the privilege of growing four of them to eight figures. Today, Vinny is the CEO and founder of Fully Accountable, which opened in early 2015. With his team, they built an outsourced accounting and fractional CFO company that provides a fully managed back office solution for e-commerce, CPG, tech-enabled SaaS and digital agencies. They recently made the Inc. 5000 list in 2020 for the second year in a row with 148% growth. As a successful CEO, Vinny has really developed a talent for building and growing world-class teams. He has learned that a valuable company must grow beyond the shadow of the owner. And in this clip, you're gonna find out why your bottom line is the most important metric to be paying attention to in your business. It starts with a premise that I believe that the gross revenue was like the metric that we would use to define success. And so traffic and conversion in the early days used to give out a marketer of the year award. Well, this is the second year in a row I'm about to receive this award. And I'm standing next to my former business partner. And I said to him, as we're literally walking up, crowd cheering, 5,000 people about to get this little trophy and let Perry and Ryan pick on us. And um, I leaned over to Mark and said, wouldn't it be interesting if this crowd knew that we were more profitable when we were half the size? And what started to be a revelation to me was that I started to do things like exhaust the business or really stress out our merchant accounts for growth when they're like, we, I was chasing a metric that actually caused instability in our company. And as I started to mature in business, I started to really see some very simple things that it's the bottom line that ultimately measures the stability and true definition of the success of the company. And the top line metric, as fun as it sounds, can actually be a very misleading indicator. Once again, that was Vinny Fisher, and that clip came from episode number 55. Our 
fifth and final clip comes from episode number 47 with Jason Campbell. For the last 27 years, Jason has been teaching meditation and wellness. His journey began 43 years ago at age eight when he began his meditation practice through deep listening using music. He is a seventh degree black belt in Kung Fu and the co-founder of Zen Wellness. His unique perspective on health, wellness, and spiritual growth comes from his lifelong study of both music and the ancient arts of Eastern health, medicine, meditation, and enlightenment. His whole adult life has been an effort to combine Eastern arts, meditation, and music. Jason has over 100 albums. You heard that right. 100 albums and has been on, has been number one on multiple billboard and Amazon charts and has had five billboard top five albums in a five month period in 2019. His music catalog contains more songs than the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, and Led Zeppelin combined. His music has opened meditation to thousands of people who have never meditated before or who have tried meditation and have failed in their effort to simply sit still and clear the mind. And I'm really excited for you to listen to this next clip. It was very transformational for me. And Jason is going to teach you and tell you about finding your enough number. Well, as an entrepreneur, here's how we want to look at this, okay? This is not my shirt, it's the shirt I wear. This is not my house, it's the house I live in. This is not my car, it's the car I drive. Now, I'm not talking legal viewpoint. <laughs> From legal viewpoint, oh sure, they're mine, but what does that even mean? But I get it, and we have to be very, very practical. But from spiritual viewpoint, this is not my shirt. At some point, me and my, this shirt part ways. This is not my house. At some point, me and this house part ways. And so there's an impermanence. You could even take that in saying, this is not my body. This is the body I live in. Because at some point, me and the body are going to part ways. Mm -hmm. And that just gives a little bit of space between you and the stuff. Because as an entrepreneur, see, one of the problems with success as an entrepreneur, it's easy to always want more. Like if you have two, you want four. If you have four, you want eight. If you have eight, you want 16. And it's easy to always think that generally you ask an entrepreneur, okay, when are you going to feel good about, you know, your situation? I don't know. 80% of the time, the answer is when I can double my income and add a zero to my net worth. Doesn't matter the starting point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's, can I, can I double it? And Hey, double it, add 10 zeros to your net worth, triple it, quadruple. I mean, it doesn't matter that that's a good thing. That's what we do in, you know, in the mentoring, we, we, we teach you how to do that. But at the same time, find your enough number. Mm -hmm. What's enough? Like you don't have to put everything in your pocket. So you can have an enough number where this is enough and then anything beyond that. Great. But a lot of times the enough number doesn't have to be that big and crazy. So when you can get into your enough, okay, this is enough, your frequency changes and, and you can create more, especially if you're helping people and adding more value, but you don't need more. Once again, that was Jason Campbell on episode number 47. And that is our fifth and final clip for today. And once again, as a quick recap today, you listened to Carl Anore. That was episode number 29, where he talked about Tempo Justo. And you also listened to Christine McKay, who is episode number 32, where she talked about how knowing random information can actually help you in negotiations and in life. 
And then we, uh, we, we went back to our episode with Mike Domish, which was episode number 68, where he talked about pregnant bunnies. <laughs> and then we went to Vinny Fisher, episode number 55, where he talked about the bottom line being the most important metric in your business. And we concluded with Jason Campbell, who talked about finding your enough number. That is it. That is all we have for you today. I really hope you enjoyed this condensed format. I have a lot of fun revisiting some of the episodes that have come from uh, the past. And it's always a good excuse for me to remember some of these really valuable insights that are coming from the guests. So that is it. I appreciate you so much for listening as always. And the last thing I'll say that I say on almost every single episode, if not all of them, is that if you've been impacted by this, if you got an insight that could change that that changed the way you thought about something, I would really appreciate it if you could share this with a friend. Maybe one of these clips could change their life. Maybe it could change the way they're thinking. Maybe they now need to know about finding their enough number from Jason Campbell, or they should be approaching pregnant bunnies like Mike Thomas shared. These things can actually absolutely make an impact. My life has been changed by podcasting. That is why it is such an honor for me to contribute to this community. So if you choose to share that with them, I would really appreciate it. And if not, I appreciate you for listening and hanging out today. And I look forward to talking to you next week.